0: Today is Thursday, October 6th, and you're listening to The Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and The Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. Today, we're going international, starting with the International Space Station. Yesterday, SpaceX launched four crew members to the International Space Station where they will spend about five months in space conducting studies on topics including printing human organs in space, understanding fuel systems operating on the moon, and better understanding heart disease. I am not gonna pretend to understand how those fit together or that the first one doesn't sound majorly creepy. The flight, which, yes, is largely to the credit of Elon Musk as the founder of SpaceX and the only American company currently capable of sending astronauts to space, is historic for many reasons. The crew includes Jessica Mann, the first Native American woman to travel to space, as well as Anna Kikina, the first Russian to join a SpaceX mission as part of a ride sharing deal between NASA and Russia Space Agency. Which is notable given that Russia threatened to make Earth uninhabitable the other day. But at least they can put aside their differences for the sake of figuring out how to harvest 3D printed spleens in space. Fortunately, the Russia-US collab is strictly an extraterrestrial one, with the oil production alliance OPEC, led by Russia and Saudi Arabia, announcing yesterday that they will slash oil production by 2 million barrels a day, which for our purposes means that gas prices will probably go up globally. Ultimately, this would be advantageous to Russia and their Ukraine invasion by helping to finance it off of the more expensive oil, while also being very bad for the economy literally everywhere else. We really should have freed ourselves from the prison of foreign oil when Al Gore said so. Putin must be running low on executive time because he has clearly been keeping busy. In addition to the whole oil thing, he also signed some final papers yesterday to annex four regions of Ukraine, even while Russian troops retreat and can't seem to actually hold the territory. Putin specifically claimed the Zaporizhia nuclear plant as a Russian asset, which is not an ideal combination for obvious reasons. And the Kremlin told reporters that they want to continue consulting residents of Ukraine who want to be annexed by Russia through future illegitimate referendums, as they did with these four regions. What is so hard for these guys to understand about no means no? It's beyond me. And while we're global, we have an update on the protests in Iran. The nationwide response to the Islamic Republic's murder of a 22-year-old woman for refusing to wear a headscarf has lasted for over two weeks now. Government forces have killed at least 52 people, including women and children, in response to the protests, while Iran's Supreme Leader Ayatollah Khomeini claimed earlier this week that the protests had been instigated by foreign powers, specifically America and Israel. Who else? According to footage, security forces appear to be shooting indiscriminately at protesters in some cases, while also making targeted arrests and cutting off internet service. All of which aligns with a leaked document from Iran's armed forces that ordered law enforcement to severely confront protesters while going as far as causing deaths. So basically, the exact reason the protests started. And for our final story today, we are back to America. According to FBI data, the estimated number of violent crimes decreased slightly in 2021, by 1%, specifically. The decrease is accounted for by the nearly 9% decrease in robberies, in contrast to the 4.3% increase in murders, not to mention the increase in podcasts about those murders. I do have to caveat this data by saying that it only covers 60% of law enforcement agencies nationwide and does not include New York City or Los Angeles, which is obviously incredibly unhelpful. While this is not necessarily the world's biggest improvement, to say the least, I think it is important to point out especially in light of the fact that people seem to believe that crime has gotten substantially worse, and now we have some data that suggests otherwise. As long as you pretend that the country's two most populous cities don't exist. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements. If you enjoy this podcast and all of the purposely slanted viewpoints shared here, you can help us grow by leaving a five-star rating on Spotify and a review on Apple. And of course, by telling your friends about it, either on Instagram or, you know, privately in a text message, but especially the friends who want to keep up around the midterms. And if you want more news, check out our newly launched premium episodes. You can find them in your feed on Apple or by searching for Extra Extra on Spotify. Last week, I interviewed Senator Sheldon Whitehouse on how dark money groups spent the past five decades raising $580 million to get themselves the Supreme Court that would finally overturn Roe v. Wade. And that is just the beginning of many deep dives to come about what's really going on behind the headlines. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.